Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is up, friends? Um, <laughs> I woke up. I woke up like and an not even an hour ago. I figured it was about an hour. Well, ago. my friend. I'm right learning now. now. Let's see. I texted you, asked you a question, and I was like, "Dumb." Yeah. Why would I ask him a question? He's you, not gonna yeah. respond. I was like, "I'm just gonna tell him when we're gonna do it." Yeah. And uh, I was like, when he responds. I'll know that he has just woken up, and I'll have a rough idea how ready I yeah, think he can I be. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I just assume we're going to be recording at like four, four thirty now. Um, I think I, I like it as our. Yeah, it's best too. for me to do it like that. Like I've just woken up. When I just wake up in the evening time, I'm a little more up to. I've actually had sleep instead of waking up in the morning. Mm. Where I went to bed like an hour ago. And, interesting, uh, interesting, yeah, very yeah. different, very different. Uh, yeah. I already, I worked out. I cleaned the house a little bit and nice. did some dishes. I read a book. I did laundry, and we did something else. Oh, I bullied a fucking Rite Aid pharmacy <laughs> just so someone would fucking talk to my girlfriend because they, they, dude, they were so we. She's been fucking trying to get this prescription switched over for ages. It's for Adderall, so it's like a little more complicated. Yeah. And they've been just fucking around. They're like, no, we don't have it. No, we don't have it. Call the doctor. They're like, we send it to him or we can't get a hold of him. And then today we're trying to call again. And I can hear them. They're fucking picking up the phone and hanging up. And I was really? like, oh, yeah, I go up no. There. What's up? I, I was <laughs> like, I'm about to drive to this pharmacy right now. <laughs> but what I ended up doing was I called the front and I was like, hey, man, I know you don't work for the pharmacy do you know if the manager here is in charge of the pharmacy? And he was like, uh, kinda. And I was like, sweet, let me talk to that person. Yeah. And, and they transferred me and I was like, Hey man, uh, can you just make the pharmacy talk to us instead of just fucking hang? We can hear him picking it up and hanging up. I record my calls. I know you're doing it. And he's like, I'll, I'll transfer you and I'll go over there and tell him to pick it up. And that's what we had to do after like 30 minutes of bullshit. And, and, at the end of it, they were like, no, nah, we don't have it. And I was like, okay. Is there not a Walgreens down there? No, um, there kind of is, but like Rite Aid is the big guy. Oh, uh, okay. I would I Dude, always get my shit, uh, shit sent to Walgreens. The Walgreens in Florence sucked ass. They always fucked her around. There was really? So much I always had there. mine. Maybe they, they thought, are, maybe they thought I'd come back and shoot the place up or something, but they always had, they always had my prescriptions. I was <laughs> oh like, God, he's here! Yeah, get it, get yeah, it yeah, ready. They're like, yeah, we got it right here. I'm like, all right, oh, cool, cool. Like, we don't have the prescription, and they're like, just fill it. Just, fill it. <laughs> just take it out of somebody else's. Yeah, um, no, I, yeah, they always got me correct. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about. I have some notes for stuff we can talk about this week that's happened. So okay. Just, well, yeah. I've got I've got what like got? two main things that I okay. like to discuss. So I went and got my nails done. Um, got your nails did the other day, and we were talking about how one of them I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was my might not maybe it was my nail tech who brought up like how cars in the cars universe like reproduce because they don't reproduce Dude. like humans. I have gotten into long conversations Dude, about so, the implications of the cars universe. Because they say things like thank the manufacturer and not thank God and stuff like that. Yeah. So I started but, I started looking into it, and there is an entire thing called the Pixar Theory. 
and I'm going to read it to I've you. I've read about it. It's I've read like, about it. it. But people listening haven't. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying and, I'm on the uh, same page. Because uh, here's the thing that always gets me about cars. Two things. There's two things that I, when I watch the movies and I saw them and I was like, what? One, the Pope. There's a car Pope, which I was like, okay, that's insane to yeah, think about. I was yeah. like, so there's Jesus. There's a car Jesus. And the Pope goes around in a Pope mobile. I was like, so someone's tried to assassinate yeah. the Pope before. <laughs> and there's reference, multiple references to World War II. I was like, so there was a fucking car Hitler in the same universe that has Volkswagen Beetles, which were made by Hitler. But, and I just, but in this, in 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 this theory, Hitler would have just been Hitler. He wouldn't have been a car version of Hitler. Because the Pixar mm, theory, tell me more. the Pixar theory is that all of these movies exist in the same universe, yeah. same timeline. Yes. So it starts in the 14th and 15th century with Brave, the one with the ginger girl, um, nice red hair. Good movie. I watched that one in theaters. I really like good. Brave. That, um, dude, the twist in that movie yeah, completely crazy. caught me by so, surprise. <laughs> so it's in- like... So in this movie, it says basically it it starts with uh, Marita discovering the quote will of the wisps, which is magic. So this magic turns her mom into a bear, and this Boiler. magic is yeah spoilers. There's going to be a lot of spoilers. We're spoiling um, the entire yeah, Pixar universe. Yeah, right yeah. So <laughs> this magic is why animals and inanimate objects such as brooms and tools behave like humans. And then it gets utilized by a witch who mysteriously vanishes through wooden doors. And eventually the magic from the Will of the Wisps would lead to the birth of superheroes, which leads us to the Incredibles for the 1950s through the 1960s. Um, superheroes. And it, this is just kind of like skipped around. a little. Well, it just kind of like when they started out becoming like an actual thing. Um, well, okay. I think they're just trying to give like an actual linear timeline of dates instead of just saying this is what happens, but trying to put. But it together. we see in the planes movie, which is acknowledged as being in the Cars universe, planes anthropomorphic or not anthropomorphic. I guess. Yeah. I don't even sentient. Yeah. Airplanes. I guess is the only way to refer to them fighting in World War II and getting shot down. You see them get shot well, down. Maybe the cars in the Cars universe had their own World War II or. They did exist during World War Two, but they were because in the hold on, let me read this. Like because in this theory, they coexist with humans for a kind of for a certain amount of time. Okay. Um, so basically, you have the superheroes, uh, and so Buddy, the wannabe superhero in the Incredible Syndrome, he creates a super advanced AI robot called the Omniroid, and then he also creates high tech zero point energy. Which is uh, electromagnetic energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Electromagnetic energy that exists in a vacuum. And this is a pitiful moment where we see machines eradicating their only threat, which is superheroes. So we go now to Toy Story, Mm. and it shows that signs of life are now present in toys um, due to Syndrome's technologies and the magic that we found out about in the 14th and 15th century. Uh, so they come up with their own code of rules to learn that human love is another energy source, and that's what they thrive upon. That's how they get their powers from you know the love of humans, stuff like that. Which feeds uh, into the Monsters, yeah. Inc. universe. So, yeah, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. So um, they discover what happens when toys are basically isolated from humans and that they like lose their energy, basically. So we get to Toy Story 2, and it, they, they find out it's dangerous for them to be isolated from humans. We see inanimate objects question their purpose in life. You know, Jesse resents her owner for abandoning her. Yeah. And uh, resentment towards humans was not only carried by inanimate objects, but 
as, as well as animals too. So that brings us to Finding Nemo, and we find that fish are incredibly mm. advanced. They are schools, That's they true. have freeway systems, they discover that humans are polluting the earth and experimenting on them. Dory was apparently one of those animals who was experimented on, which is why she had, doesn't have a short-term memory or whatever. Uh, she has short-term oh. memory loss. And there are signs of resentment growing towards humans for polluting the environment, stealing fish, and caging them. Uh, and animals be begin to become more curious and carry more humanistic char characteristics. Uh, that also brings us to Ratatouille. Tui, sorry. Um, and so we Remy Ratatouille is actually Quavo of the Migos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that on the record. <laughs> um, so in this movie, Remy discovers his love for cooking and displays human characteristics. Some of them are what you know, basically walking on his hands, cleaning, reading, cooking. Uh, this is the first time we see personal interaction between humans and animals, but it's for the purpose of controlling humans. Remy controls Linguini because Linguini doesn't know how to do anything. And we see Remy's rat clan does not approve of the humans and both fear and has hate towards them. And yeah. Then Nexus Although they make progress in that series. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think they're just going off the movies here. Uh, but in Toy Story 3, three years later, toys have gone through a lot with humans. And if you've seen the movie, you can tell why most toys have had it being abused and physically and emotion physically and emotionally by humans. Uh, lots and of, they have to watch their owners masturbate yeah, for like five yeah, years. It's fucking the worst, dude. <laughs> Dreadful. Yeah. So Lotso the Huggins Bear straight up hates humans because they use and discard ob toy objects like they are nothing. He starts trying to take care of his own kind. This provides yet another reason why machines and objects alike are ready to take over. Carl and uh, here's, here's hold on. This, and this is the crux of this is something I've always had a problem with in the Toy Story universe. They're like, oh no, Andy left me. Yeah. He doesn't even. He doesn't even love me anymore. Tell him. Do you think he'll leave you if you yeah. had a conversation <laughs> with his ass? It is confirmed that yeah. they can communicate yeah. with humans. Yeah. Well, that's, because we see that in Toy Story 1. Yeah, and in Toy Story 3, Carl and Ellie write to Andy telling him to get rid of his toys because they know the animosity between toys and humans are is coming to a head and they're planning on living in solitude and they're planning yeah. on taking over. So I'm like, if you want them to love you, if if humans knew the things they were throwing in the garbage or creating, like Forky has yeah. like in horrifying yeah. implications. But like, if they knew, maybe we wouldn't do that as yeah, much. Yeah, you know I, I, I mean? agree with that. And I'm always like, that. you guys could have advocated for yourselves. Yeah, spoke up a little bit. I'm just saying. Yeah, but we but we difference. but we know how it goes when a marginalized group advocates for themselves in the United States. At least That's it true. doesn't go well. Plus, um, the implications <laughs> of all of your toys being sentient would yeah. turn the entire fucking society yeah. upside down. <laughs> so after Toy Story three is up, and it says Carl's forced to give up his house to a corporation, which is supposedly by and large from Wally. Uh, yeah, because they I are, didn't know that. Yeah, they are expanding the city. This is foreshadowing. This corporation is the cause for polluting the earth and wiping out life in the distant future. As the Wally is a sequel to so Up, as I a, dig as that. a result of technology overreach, Carl discovers that animals can communicate with humans and sees the bitterness that they have. Car Charles Muntz and uh, Charles Muntz effectively trains oh, an yeah. army of dogs. This is the start it's, of the. He trains them to fly. Yeah, this is the starting point between the. This is the starting of the tipping point between animals and humans. Years later, the uprising between animals and humans begins. And who do you think won that war? So when animals rose up against the humans to stop pol the pollution, the machines saved the humans, and uh, they were a the reason why humans won the war. However. Since machines helped humans win, it tipped the balance on Earth. Machines slash, by and large, the company had to send the remaining humans off 
on a spaceship called the Axiom. All the other machines uh, were left behind to populate the world and run things, um, which gives us cars. They start making their own, basically, citizens, which are cars, because, you know. And it also... So, in that universe, are they acknowledging them coming back as, and, like, they're just killed? We'll get probably? there. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh, Okay. So, um, but, and then it goes on to say, how do we know that cars took over Earth and not another planet? It's because in Cars 2, cars go to Europe and Japan, which shows that it's the same planet as all the other Pixar movies. It also shows that there are no humans throughout the world. The world at this time ends up with an energy crisis as oil is the only energy used for cars. All in all. Is that the plot of Cars 2? I think so. I honestly haven't seen Cars 2. <laughs> um, so. Which one is Cars 2? Is so, that with the spy? Maybe. I don't yeah, know, that's the spy one. Yeah, I didn't. I never saw Cars yeah. too. It looked really bad. Yeah. So all in all, the corporation was using green energy as a catalyst for a fuel war in order to turn cars away from alternative energy sources. That clean fuel could have been used to swiftly wipe out many of the cars. All in all, was run by by and large, which eventually populated the whole Earth due to the use of its oil. The whole world becomes unfit to sustain life. That's where we get Wally. Uh, so uh, Earth has become uh, un- uninhabitable for hundreds of years due to, by and large, the corporation took over the world slash government starting in the 1950s. Wally is the only machine left on Earth after it ran out of resources. He survived because he is fascinated with human culture and also his friendship with a cockroach, which helped maintain his personality and fulfillment. Robots slash machines on the Axiom, having left Earth centuries earlier, show that machines develop a sense of purpose out of humans' dependence on them. Wally is basically Robot Jesus, and he and his love, the appropriately named Eve, save the human race and start a new beginning on Earth. During the credits of Wally, we see that the shoe that contains the last plant life has grown into a mighty tree. And that takes us to a bug's life. Um so uh Does it? Yeah. <laughs> so oh. that same plant we see in Wally grew I'm to- over here trying to think of all the Disney Pixar movies. I'm like, wait, okay. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. So that same plant we see in Wally grew to be the tree in a bug's life. Insects have a longer lifespan in a bug's life prior to Wally, an ant can last just three months. However, in a bug's life, these ants all survive an entire summer and allude to being around for quite some time. One ant states that, quote, he feels 90 again. This indicates that ants are sturdier as a result of evolution and mutated genes. Another ant tells Flick, do not leave the island because there are snakes, birds, and bigger bugs out there. They do not mention humans because there are very few humans to make it dangerous enough for insects to worry about. However, one kid did allegedly pick the wings off of the homeless bug. Later in the distant future, animals start evolving into the dominant species. So there are humans in this world, because I, I know in A Bug's Life you see some. Like, you see, like, was, a trailer yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. But there's just yeah. not enough for them to be a problem yet. So it says that animals start evolving uh, into the dominant species. That leads us to Monsters University. Hundred, hundreds of years after Wally, animals started changing due to radiation caused by, by and large, these animals evolved into monsters and accidentally wipe humans off the face of the planet. Monsters University was found in 1313. This is dated using the monsters calendar, not the human calendar. And it shows okay. that it took place almost 1400 years after a bug's life. At Monsters University, they falsely taught the monsters that humans were toxic and from another dimension. This was because monsters worry about being erased from existence and altering history. This leads us to Monsters, Inc., Monsters and machines didn't realize their mistake of getting rid of humans until it was too late. They eventually realized that humans were their source of energy and were needed to sustain life. 
So machines help solve that by letting monsters use doors to time travel into human generations and harvest energy from them. And that leads us to Boo. And that's the Pixar theory. Dang. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Like the, it, you know, it still doesn't explain Car World War Two. Yeah, I mean, still, I'm confused about Car World War Two. I also, but I do like the idea that because if they just inherited the uni- if cars inherited the world from humans, yeah, it stands to reason that. I mean, the because the cars, if they're like respective to their nations and their engineering principles that design them then they would be drawn to that culture yeah you know preserving it in some capacity so i mean i would imagine you still have like cars racism and like stuff oh like that. yeah so i mean a war we need a gritty cars we need the wire of cars and yeah. you know dealing with real systemic issues so i would imagine if that's the case then there was there was probably a great like i mean no what i just can't think of a excuse me a a i don't know generation i don't want to say generation just like someone who hasn't gone through a great war like look it's my kitty yeah i was just noticing that that your cat look at her she's very studious studious she is she's such a sweet little kitty we've been doing this thing where every morning because reagan doesn't get up for like three hours after me so i just poop with the door open so all the animals can come and check up on me and she just she just sits and hangs out with me in the morning i I can't do that because war chief will come in and fucking rub on my legs and just like cover cover my legs in white fur she takes advantage of my vulnerability (laughs) i can't do it i can't do it um but yeah Uh, Car Wars. That's, that's what we need, dude. That's the next car series. Dude, that would be cool. World War I Cars. It could be really cool. Think about, like... I agree. what Because it would be, like, kind of like Transformers, but they stay in yeah. the vehicle they, yeah, form. Yeah. All, that would be sick. Crazy. And they would have, like, a whole power structure based on how badass of a car they are, you know? Fucking... Because, like, an MRAP. Yeah. That guy's yeah. way cooler than a Humvee. He's definitely, he's definitely like, both, a, a general in, like, or a full bird colonel in the military. Yeah. yeah. That would be sick. Dude, hell yeah. We gotta write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pitch this to Pixar, dude. Uh, um, Other shit that happened this week. I went to my uh, brother's wedding Friday. Oh, yeah. Wait. The most recently released? No, no, no. no. Okay, uh, cool. My brother, my brother Wesley is my half brother. Hey, um, get out! Come on, come here. He's like, oh no. my god. He's like, nope, not happening. She wants to go get in that windowsill. You gotta, gonna... dude. Two of us will get in this windowsill in my room, and then there's no windowsill to get on. There's like a very thin like piece of wood that she'll just like stand on, and I'm just like, that can't be comfortable. Like, <laughs> She's like, this is better than yeah, nothing. Yeah. So why? <laughs> but yeah, my brother, my brother Wesley got married, and he got married to my now sister-in-law Jamie. They've been together for like fuck, like ten years, dude. So it's not like it was like you know they've been together. It's like yeah. At that point, you're just kind of yeah. officializing yeah. it or um, whatever. But, but... Formalizing. So, while I was there, my brother, Tyler, the freshly released one, was like, yeah, I hope this doesn't turn out like Tammy's wedding. And I was like, look at that cat. Look at that cat. Mm-hmm. Look at that cat. She wants to leave immediately. Yeah, she's like, no, I do not like this. 
I, I show you her thumbs. Like at all. Yeah, very nice. She, <laughs> she did not like that. She's got, dude, she's got opposable thumbs, dog. So he's, did he say that thing at the wedding? So, so we were at the wedding. At the wedding. Yes. And my brother was like, man, he was like, well, at least this won't turn out like so-and-so's wedding. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, mom didn't tell you about that? And I was like, no, what happened? And so my mom's side of the family is a bunch of fucking degenerates like degens dude like degens to the max like cool and uh like gangbangers drug dealers you know the whole nine yards and so card charts gamblers and thieves yeah so tammy (laughs) is um is mom to my cousins john Clint, I, I think this is how the line goes. Should you be doxing? I, I could this be wrong. Yeah, like maybe. This? I don't know. Um, I don't. Maybe it's a funny story. <laughs> um, they don't listen, so. <laughs> Pricey pay, bitch. Yeah, um, but she has three sons, um, and apparently, and they're all huge people. They're all big dudes. Like John, John, big old boys. John, country used, fed. Yeah, John used to be like the like real wild, like real wild. I've seen, I've seen him like really hurt some people like really like hospitalize some people and and he's very mellowed out now he's got a family he's like he's still just jacked out of his mind um but he looks like not like like you know overly like it looks it, it fits him he plays football and everything still like he's dad you know he plays in a football league it's pretty cool that's cool um, but uh, uh apparently during this wedding um one of them not i think it was clint was roughhousing with this dude's son who was like 15 and they got a little too rough and he hurt him a little bit more and that guy i think i can't remember if it was the groom's son or what but went up to him and was like don't you ever fucking touch my son again and that it was an accident so he came a little hot and uh it turned into an all-out brawl um like an all-out fist fight like fucking it really seems like yeah. he could have not. Yeah, yeah. He could have been avoided. Yeah, John I, I stepped think. in and tried to break them up. And then it, you know, it's all being contained in this one room. And then it kind of just spills out into the rest of the wedding. And then it spills out outside. And I, and somehow the groom. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. It was. It's dude, a brawl. Yeah. It is a brawl. So, um, the groom, these two people are fighting. I forgot who it was, but the groom walks up and, like, kind of breaks it up and is holding. Uh, one of my cousins back and my cousin grabs him by his like ears and headbutts him twice, like right in the nose, like right in just the face and splits his face open. And okay. uh, yeah. And so he had to go to the hospital and uh, that was, the that wedding. was the wedding yeah. that he was referencing. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I hope it doesn't turn out like that as yeah, well. That would be nice. That would be almost, nice. M- almost every wedding doesn't have that. On yeah. the <laughs> Not at all. Actually. Not a huge surprisingly. Um, but yeah, that was uh, the actual wedding I went to. That was nice. It was cool. Um, we you had, know why you're wearing a suit. Yeah. Um, and did it feel weird yeah it felt like a prison i hate wearing it suits, felt like dude. a fucking prison they dude yeah. you really cinch it with the top yeah like, yeah you're like all right just go ahead and fucking take me out Jesus and then the Christ. shoes that that we got were like the most uncomfortable they rubbed the back of my heels so bad like we we did the ceremony and then we got pictures and then i went in and changed into my vans and i was like i've done that before too i'm not wearing these dumbass shoes i've owned several pairs of them and they're all just so fucking uncomfortable yeah uh, like like 
shocking. I have a pair of like dress shoes that I wear that's actually surprisingly comfortable, but like I don't know what it was about these goddamn men's warehouse shoes, but they were literally the fucking worst. Uh, it's just because they're designed to torture you. Clothes, yeah, they're all torture. It's yeah. all torture. All torture. They're like being a man, suffering <laughs> yeah, a little bit, suffering all the time. At, all the, at all times. Mm. Uh, I didn't know if you saw that story about the police ending successfully a Amber Alert. Um, peacefully, of course, they just shot the Amber Alert oh, victim did instead. They? Yeah, did you hear about that? <laughs> no. It was uh, this guy kidnapped this girl. Amber Alert was init- issued. They drive along. Shots firing from the car at cops as they're chasing them. And they eventually stop. The guy gets out, pulls out a rifle, and starts shooting at the cops. And she gets out wearing tactical gear. What? Which is, you know, like a vest and a hat. And starts running to the police. And they gun her down. Really? Problem solved. Everybody go home. Yeah, we're good. We saved them. Yep. <laughs> peace, peace in our community. Yeah, they're no longer a captive, so we're good. There's no yeah. long, Amber Alert's over, yeah. guys. Wait, what where uh, was this? I had that pulled up. One sec, where'd that go? Did you see the video of? I'm sure you have if you've been on Reddit of the cop who made the routine traffic stop and arrested this girl, but failed to take his car off of the train tracks that he had parked it on. I did see that. And it got yeah. hit by a fucking train with her in the back. Like, it's so hard to Dude, not park your car anywhere like, else there, in all there, of the yeah, world. There were a million Ugh. places you could have put your car, and directly and, on the fucking train tracks is one and you of know, them. You, you get worst case. This is a crazy yeah, scenario. Yeah. But worst case, you get 30 seconds yeah. from noticing a train is coming to moving the yeah. car. I think that's enough time. Uh-huh. Call me crazy. And, and, I think that's enough time. Because when they were like, your fucking car. he was like talking to another like police officer and then like the train, like how did you not hear that train? I feel like I feel like the train, like trains aren't, saying. they didn't sneak up on you. They're not that's quiet. They're not quiet, stealthy machines. Like, I don't know, man. It is. If I it was uh, Southern California, was where they shot that. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Christ. Yeah, and they continue to imply that uh, she might be, she might have been armed. They only pulled one gun out of the car. It was the AR that he was holding, and now they're kind of implying that she was the one shooting the gun from the car while what? they were driving. No. Which, again, if you get out later and you don't have a gun, yeah, they still can't shoot you. You don't. You yeah. shouldn't be allowed to get shot. Yeah. Even, I mean, because basically what the cops are saying is they're like, yeah, you can't really like surrender. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, there's you no, shot at you us, shot we're going to kill, kill you regardless. So you can't surrender. I'm like, so I'm like, so now, guys, I mean, not officially, but the law is if the police shoot at you and you shoot back at them, it's to the death. Yeah, you're good. Whatever, whatever Sorry. side. Sorry about it's you. blood sport now. That's yep. our legal system. Uh, I haven't seen to me. I haven't seen uh, an update on if they're gonna say that the police shouldn't have shot a teenager who was kidnapped. Yeah, I just Uh, don't think. I don't know if the if uh, I don't know, dude. I, I feel like we've said this a million times. It's like just no rules of engagement for police at all. It's like just shoot who you want, and you're good to go. So we have a report that says teen killed in law enforcement shootout was likely unarmed. 
I'm shocked. Yeah. The police shooting it. Crazy. I'm shocked that the police shot an unarmed young lady. In California. That's not black. Yeah, yeah. that's in, in everything about that surprises me. Um, but then there was this one. Teen saw father shoot and kill mother before a California shootout. And but they're saying police now uncertain if girl killed and shootout was ever abducted. What? They're like, you know what? She was actually yeah. acting on her own accord, yeah. I think. And that's that why we makes had to shoot it her. better. That makes That came it out the better. same day that the news about the unarmed or no, it came out the day before the news that she was unarmed was uh released. So the police are like, all right, we got to get ahead of it. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, you know we gotta what? Gotta I don't even think story. she was kidnapped. She was there on her a, own free will. I wonder the, she was wearing she was, a tactical helmet and a vest. God help any fisherman yeah, on a real. bike ride who drives near the police because they're like, oh, fucking I wonder, tactical. Yeah, I, wonder if, uh, I wonder why she was wearing that, though. I mean, I mean, he probably put it that's on. That's what I was thinking, too. He probably put it. He was like, I'm going to be shooting at the police, so uh, you should put this on so you If anything, die. responsible yeah. father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it like just some <laughs> random guy that kidnapped her, or was no, it her dad? It was her, her dad. Her dad? That makes sense. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The, that makes sense had, to put that on her. The couple was going through a divorce. He'd moved out. Uh, police issued an Amber Alert after the lady had been killed, saying that Savannah had been abducted by her father. Savannah was the victim. Yeah. And the police are saying, did she go willingly, or was she actually abducted? We haven't been able to prove that yeah. just yet. Wait, but, but you mom, did kill her. Uh, you wait, did kill her. Wait, so, so was her mom dead? Her mom was dead. Yeah, so she had killed, been killed, and then yeah, and then they issued the Amber Alert. Okay, he killed so the mom, took her Amber Alert. For them to be like, I mean, uh, did she go willingly? It's like he <laughs> killed her fucking mom, bro. It doesn't matter. Like maybe she didn't like yeah. her mom. Like, <laughs> she's fifteen, bro. Dude, she doesn't have yeah. any control over this situation. Yeah, the forty-five-year-old man with a rifle killing her mom. I don't blame her for whatever the fuck happens. Yeah, yeah, at for all. her being like, yeah, I'll go with you. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Let's. We'll, I mean, yeah. and what if he's like, you know, shoot, shoot at the police. Shoot yeah. at the police, or I'll fucking punch your face in. Yeah, or, or I'll, I'll shoot you. You'll like, never know because yeah. you killed both of them. You You'll never murder. fucking find out. I hope. I hope. Dude, I hope every night those police officers go to sleep, like, the thought in their mind that they murdered a child is, is just there. I don't even think they think about it. You know, I think they're like, man, I wish that teen hadn't made me shoot her. Yeah, and that, that, it wasn't it. my fault. I my hands yeah. were tied. Yeah, it's, I don't think they gave a fuck. They can't. It, uh, they can't properly identify if someone's got a weapon or not. And then Wapo. Oh, I hated this. Uh, they call it. They say San Bernardino father and daughter die in shootout with deputies. Yeah, no, mm. that's not what happened. That's Are you not, sure? Yeah. Is that the whole story? Are you sure that's the way you want to phrase that? Because a shootout implies mother, the father and daughter. Yeah, we're fucking. Uh, yeah, we're we're outlaws. Um, I mean, I w- I would say you know they need to get them clicked headlines, but but that that uh, I feel like it's Wapo. I feel like being like I feel like being like oh police shoot unarmed teen teen would get you more clicks on your headlines. And, you know, AP News, obviously the best in the biz, yeah. says California murder suspect, teen daughter, killed in shootout. I'm like, that's much more yeah, neutral. That, yeah, that is way much more, more neutral. Ah, uh, that's great. I, I've been ruminating on yeah, that shit I'm all. Yeah, I'm baffled. I just, I'm fucking... I can't. I'm like, what are the police good for at all? They're good for showing up and then 
taking a statement and then oh dude speaking never following okay up on so <laughs> i went to work at the school i worked like a, a little four-hour shift um when you get into a car accident or something like like that you know there's damage done to your car what is the first thing you do and what is the first thing that insurance companies ask you call the police call the police call and the file police? yeah file a police report yeah so i'm sitting there at work and i get a call from this girl and she's like hey um you know, there was a student, she was in the parking lot, she was like, hey, this girl backed into my car, uh, caused some damage to it, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. Um, I was like, did you call the police? And she was like, yeah, I did, but they said that they don't do reports for accidents like these. And I was like... Because it was in a parking lot. I was like, well, I was like... Probably. What, what the fuck? So I went over there, and... But even, dude, even then, like, it... it, it Still, like filing a police report that someone damaged your vehicle, like so that you have an official statement. Yeah, and so I guess. Yeah, the police. I so I called the police, and he shows up, and he was like, "Yeah, we don't." Oh, it's because a man called. That's yeah, yeah. So, well, well, they show up, and he tells me the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, we don't do police reports for accidents, you know, involving private citizens." Blah 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 blah. On party. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, "What the f- still? What the fuck? Like that doesn't make." any sense so i was like can you at least like do a report even if it's not gonna matter and he's like no i'm not going like i'm, I'm just not going to and i was like all right cool sounds great um thank you for your time and everything you do for this community I god yeah. bless god my tax bless dollars yeah, hard no at shit. work yes, sir. so i ended up just doing a report myself and was like if your insurance company needs something official you can they can contact our office and get it from me yeah, I mean, it's the thing is in that situation, the insurance companies aren't going to do shit about it. Yeah, they're not. No, no one's like the person who hit person. Yeah, person A who hits person B, their insurance like person B is never going to get a dollar yeah. out of insurance. They'll never. Well, it's, I, it's all bull. So the girl. So the be like, yeah. Fuck yourself. I hope she gets her. I mean, it wasn't like a lot of damage. It was like a broken tail light, which is still I like, can get you pulled over and stuff like that. But uh, the girl that hit her was driving one of those Porsche SUVs, and I was like, uh, I was like, geez, I was like, is this your car? And she was like, well, it was my mom's car. And I was like, it's still, she gave you a Porsche to drive around <laughs> in your first year of college? Um, How's that working out? Yeah, for? yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the family members of and the KU too, like no, Lawrence, no, dude, dude, Lawrence dude, yeah. is so brutal. Well, it, I mean, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I get what you're the Lawrence area, yeah, it yeah. is very brutal. So brutal. Your car will not survive. No. And the girl that got hit, her family showed up because they lived in Lawrence and was like, you know, I told them, and the the uncle was like, did they file a police report? And I told him the same thing I told you, and he was like, what the? F-? He was like, that's stupid and i was like yeah and the grandma was like the grandma was like well if they're not going to do anything about something like this and they shouldn't be patrolling around this area like this is native this is you know native land land, basically like they shouldn't be patrolling around this area and i was like and writing people tickets inside the school zone and i was like i agree but you know it's not what it is since it's federal property they're fucking yeah they're gonna do whatever they want what if Oh, that does remind me. I did start and have made good progress into Reservation Dogs, and it's really good. It's really, oh yeah, it's really, really good. good. I haven't watched. It's, I haven't watched the new season or the new episodes. I oh, need to. I watched. Did well, you watch all of season one? Or, yeah, I did. I did. I watched all okay. of season one. Yeah, dude. So, have you seen Atlanta? Does this show remind you of Atlanta? A at little all? bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so surreal and like kind of like 
meandering, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's not even really about, like, one character, which, no, thank I, God, because I, I can't even stand Bear, dude. I can't I can't hear the words out of his mouth. Yeah, I can't look at his like face. Yeah, you don't like him, why? No. He's so annoying and dreadful yeah. and, uh, and whiny. And, like, I really like uh, Alora's character, especially in season two. Yeah. But, like... She's just so much more adult, and like having her next to Bear, I'm just like Bear, shut, Dude, Bear, shut, shut your the fuck fucking up. mouth, dog. Bear, shut your life is so tight. Shut the fuck yeah, up. That's a uh, and I, and I I grew up with uh, financial trauma from my parents, yeah. my mom specifically, and so I'm really sensitive about money. And that episode where he spends a bunch of their money on an outfit dude, to see his yeah, dad, I was like, "You're dead, to dad." Me, yeah, dude. yeah. You are so. There's no justification, uh, dude. I just yeah, not at all. And uh, that did no. piss me off too because it was also like, man, um, I understand, you know, wanting. I don't know. I get it. My dad was one of those people who like would be like, yeah, I'll come see you, or I'll come do this, and then just, like, never show up. But, like, at a very early age, and his mom was a lot like my mom, where she was like, you know, he says these things, but don't hold your breath. Like, you know, he's... That's he, what I had to he, learn yeah. about my mom. He's yeah. gonna, he's like, gonna my dad do was... what he wants to do, and my yeah. mom told me that from a very early age, just like Bear's mom was. So, like, even when I was, like, I don't even think a teenager yet, like, I would, if my dad told me something, I'd be like, yep. All right, sure. I'll sure. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. If it happens, yeah. Cool. I'm not dude, gonna. I'm that, not gonna wait. That for happened. It, I had to learn that. I remember even having like a talk with my dad about it at like nine or ten. Yeah, and just being, and he, you know, he's just like sometimes she's just gonna lie. Yeah, you know, and and like you had to. I had to learn that so early, and I'm like. That's why Bear was like fifteen or yeah. sixteen, like, and bro, he was getting this hyped. Hold, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, where have you been, bro? Yeah. Where have you been? That's so dumb. Like, if he hasn't yeah. fucking showed up, like showed out yet, like and and kept to his yeah. word, he's not, not going. Happening. He's not going to. It's just how it it's is. Not it sucks, but you got to deal with it. I do love in that show the spirit that visits like everybody. Yeah, he's kinda. hilarious. He, yeah. Dude, uh, he's like my favorite part he's of like, the show. He's, he's like a so really, uh, he's a really cool dude. Like I've seen him, um, like I'll be scrolling through TikTok and somebody will use like an audio from Reservation Dogs with of him talking and he'll comment, oh. and he'll comment on it and be like, this is hilarious. Like, thank you so much. Nice. For this. Like he seems like a genuinely just like a really nice guy. Dude, he, he has me dying all the time in season one. I just love how he greets everybody. He's just so fucking funny. Dude, yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, in season one, you don't get a lot of them, but season two cheese is like, He's amazing. He's he's probably one of my favorite characters in the show. He's is the one who went on that like ride along with Big. And, oh uh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. He gets a lot more screen time in season two, and it's it's wonderful. I'm trying to like, think if I've seen any of the season. How many is, are there? Only two seasons out. Yeah, okay. I think season two like just finished. I think I watched like the first couple episodes of season two. Um, was uh, was the hunting trip that uh, I forgot her name and her dad went on. That was in season one. That was season one? Okay, then I need yeah. to watch season two. I did love that hunting trip episode a lot. Yeah. That was crazy, too, because, like, she was having just such a great time with her dad and talking to her dad. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Just hanging out Dude, and having an yeah, yeah. equal relationship Never. with your adult parent. Unimaginable. Yeah, can't, can't imagine. Was, yeah, it's it's a really good show. I Taika Waititi's amazing. I am and- so glad that he's, like you know directing he's out there doing yeah, it all the time the fucking thing 
Um, and it's it is a really neat show, and uh, I'm I'm glad that I started watching it for sure. We actually have finished a bunch of shows. What have recently. you been watching? Uh, let me think. Let me think. We want, we finished Tuca and Birdie, which got only better and better. That sh- I stand by that show. What is that show? I I think I told you about it. It's like it's in the animation style and almost quasi the same universe sorta as um BoJack Horseman, but it's it's about two girls and it's t- uh actually one of the ladies is in a weird spot right now. I almost don't want to call her out. Uh hold on. Okay, and Birdie. I, I can't remember their names right now. It's like Oh, Tiffany Haddish and Ali Wong are two friends. And then Steven Yoon is uh Tuka's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, so what's, so, it, you, what, you know, what's it called? Tuka and Birdie. Tuka. But it's like it's like basically an animated broad city kinda. Uh oh, but okay. way way more surreal and ridiculous. It's I've, it's super crazy. I, I haven't seen it, it, but I've like seen previews for it. Like I like season one a lot, and I remember watching season two and just dropping it. But then when I came back to it, I really liked it. And then season three was just even more amazing. Like it's a really neat show. I I have never What's seen it anything like it. No, so Netflix bought it season one, canceled it immediately. Of classic. And Adult Swim picked them up, so now it's on Hulu. I think is it, or maybe maybe. HBO? I don't know. Let me see. Yeah, I think it's HBO because it's Adult Swim. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes so, sense. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's, it's a really good show. I was uh, I liked it a lot. Been watching uh, House of Dragon. Oh, House you of have Dragons? Been? Yep. Is it good? It's pretty good. It's pretty. Did good. you watch it, all the Game of yeah, Thrones? Yeah, yeah. I watched all Game of Thrones. And you know that it was yeah. dog shit. Yeah. Okay. At, all at right. End, Just making yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but but House of Dragons is pretty good. The dude, uh, man, he's in like he's got a big forehead. I think his name's like oh fuck, what's his name? Uh, is it House of the Dragon? Uh, it's House of Dragon. Oh yeah, House of the Dragon. Um, yeah, I think his dragon, name's like yeah. Matt Smith. Uh, yeah, Matt Smith. Um, it's a real name, Matt yeah, Smith. Matt Smith. He plays uh, one of the brothers. He's been in like in a ton of shit. Uh, I saw he was a Doctor Who recently. for a while. I saw a tweet recently that said, "Gorgeous, every gorgeous man has to be a little bit ugly." Yeah, and I wondered what made them tweet about it. And now that I know Matt Smith is on House of Dragon, yeah. I was like, "It's probably that." He's I think it's Matt Smith. Yeah, he's, he's got a big forehead. I will. Say Somebody that. called him out as like, uh, he's casted perfectly for being potentially inbred. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. damn, damn, that is tough. He just has such a distinctive. Like, I don't know. It almost looks like a very asymmetrical face. I think, yeah, I noticed that, too, that he has very, like, very distinct features. Crooked. But I, I think that's, like, a good... Uh, for me, that's, like, a good thing. It's, like... I agree. You, you just... It, your your face sticks in people's minds. Like, when you... Wait, he was doctor? He was doctor? Yeah, he was Yeah, he was a doctor. Um, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was thinking of somebody else. I was thinking of the other doctor. Yeah, I think I, I, thought, I know what you're talking about. They kind of. Yeah, I thought looked, Matt Smith played that yeah. guy, and I was like, what? No, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I for like being an actor and stuff, I feel like having those distinct features is a good thing because people, even if they don't remember your name, they will. You show yeah. you show them a picture, and they're like, oh yeah, okay. 
And we got a um, hundred Matt Demons in the back of the studio. Yeah, we don't yeah, need yeah. a don't spare need Matt Demon. One, we don't have yeah. we don't have many spare Benedict Cumberbatches. You Bro, know, he's yeah. a weird looking. He's dude. He's a weird looking dude, but he really know. does look like a dragon yeah. as a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember seeing him in Smog, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I recognize his face. I didn't as know, a dragon. I didn't know uh, fucking Matt Smith was in the movie Morbius. I mean, I didn't watch I didn't that movie. See, oh, so. see Morbius. Yeah, I love fucking one of the best. One of the best fucking things in internet history is the it's Morbin time. It's Morbin time. coming around and convincing Sony to re or who, whatever produce the the movie. To, Think Sony, Sony yeah. to re-release the movie in theaters because they thought people were into it and had more interest in it. And it tanked a second time. And now you can, like, watch it. You did it, Jared show. Leto. Yeah. You tanked a movie Dude, twice. Yeah. And who's and then, fucking... Like weeks later, Avatar came out for the ninth time and made thirty million dollars. <laughs> Good fucking god! And I don't know, I don't know who it is, whose idea it is in Hollywood to keep fucking putting Jared Leto in movies. Why does everyone like, keep working with Chris yeah, Brown? I'm true, continuously baffled by those and decisions. Even even like like Jared Leto was good in Blade Runner. He was good in Requiem for a Dream. Um, I really don't know that many movies that he was. You know, I can say that he was good in, but like him being a fucking in the MCU just doesn't track. It doesn't fit. I I, I, can't. I mean, because and he's in, he's horrible in the other universe too. In DC, what, what he was, was the he worst in DC? Joker? He was the Joker. Oh, that's right. That's well. right. Yeah, no, terrible, terrible. Uh, House Gucci was a disaster. Oh, he was actually good in American Psycho, but I mean, that's yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think he's past uh, his prime. He was. So, did you see Blade Runner 2049? Yeah. He just was Jared Leto. Yeah. That <laughs> That's probably why he was good at it. I was like, he was actually great, but I was like, I think this just is Jared yeah, Leto's house. that's just who he is. I was like, yeah. I think this is what he does all the time. Uh, I thought that was a perfect casting. And I was like, I wonder if Jared Leto knows that he is a creep like this dude. Like, we and, think of him. Dude, he's got There's like, a reason he's, he's got the perfect to. choice. Yeah. He's yeah. got to. I mean, he's got his own cult. Yeah, he's he's cult he has though, his own cult. Yeah, it's like you pay thousands of dollars to go meditate with him. Basically, is there? Look up if there's a name for the cult that he has. Uh, uh okay, yeah, we could. Yeah, we should come. I people are convinced he has started a cult. Especially, what makes me creeped out about it is I'm pretty sure it was from. His 30 Seconds to Mars crowd slash experience. And uh, it's a gross thing to, uh, yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars. It's called Mars Island. Oh, really? Yeah. Mars Island Retreat. Uh, yeah. It doesn't seem like it has a name, and it's kind of like maybe it's a cult. You know, kind of like Teal cult. Swan. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Teal that, Swan doesn't really have a name yeah, for that's a cult. Fair. That's fair. Um, oh yeah, I also watched uh, the new season of Beavis and Butthead, or like they like How was so that? Mike Judge released like an. Uh, I, I it's technically a season, but it's new. It's not like the old ones. It was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that it was going to be bad. I was like, this. I don't think this is going to go well. The thing is, Mike Judge is a really good yeah, writer. He's incredible, and it was. They were so fucking funny. Like I don't know, like. 
it, and it's funny because, like, you know, when they have those little those little cutaways where they're watching music videos and stuff like that and, like, commenting on them, they do that, but they also comment on, like, um, they also comment on, like, YouTube videos. Like, there was one that oh. was, like, a girl's reaction to getting into Harvard, and uh, um, she's, like, they're, like, her, her and her mom are crying, and the mom is, like, hugging the girl really tight, and they're, like, yeah, this will teach you to get into Harvard, talking about her strangling her and stuff like that. <laughs> There's an episode where they go to an escape room, and uh, there were there were these two girls trying to do it, but they needed a group of four, and Beavis and Bud were outside watching cars run over milk cartons. And so, yeah, so they, <laughs> um, so they, the girl's like, can you, you want to be in the escape room with us? And they're like, yeah. And Beavis and Bud had actually end up going into the bathroom thinking it's the escape room. Um, so, it, dude, it, I, I highly recommend It's hilarious. It's so funny. All right. I'll it check it out. So, so I, I never really watched Beavis Butthead, but I grew up when everyone around me did. Yeah. And so, like, I felt like I knew a lot of it, but haven't seen it. But dude. is it the kind of thing? Where it would be better if you've seen Beavis and Butthead. Honestly, to me, I can't understand what the show even is based not, on everything I've seen and read. Not of it. necessarily. I mean, you don't have to watch the old. The only really thing the old seasons um, would do would help you with is like understanding the format of the show because it's basically like there's like it, it's it's one one episode has like one or two storylines in in it. Um, and then in between those stories, there's like these little cutaway, uh, sections where they're watching music videos and excuse me, they're watching music videos and commenting on them. Um, it's kind of all over the place, but it's not like, uh, it, you know, you don't have to watch the older, the older seasons to, to understand it. It's just really like dumb. It's like dumb fucking humor. And, and the whole premise is just these two kids who are the dumbest of people alive, are trying to just survive in the world. Like there's a like one of the newer seasons there's an episode. So it's kind of like I don't know, I mean not the same but the same vibes as workaholics yeah, or yeah, some yeah, just yeah. random they're shit just, like that. Yeah, they're okay. just infinitely like stupider. Uh yeah. like there there's one episode where they have like a, a problem with like raccoons coming into their house and eating their like chips and stuff like that. So they fill uh-huh. a fucking kiddie pool full of like glue and use that as like a trap. And then they get stuck in the glue. It's yeah. It's it's very much like dumb humor, but it's very funny. I uh, genuinely. It's weird enjoy that it. like Mike Judge made that show, and I think of him as like a really smart dude. But yeah. that sounds like that sounds like his, Lowbrow, his like uh, yes. dummy yeah. fart outlet. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. just I need to get this out of my, my these system. Are, the, I, these are things I think is funny, and I don't know if anyone else will think is funny. So <laughs> I'm just gonna make them and hope for the best. Yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. I've been we been kind of smashing through stuff. There's another show that I, I just I yeah of. I haven't really been able to find really that many shows that have kept my interest lately. Um, there was a show on Netflix I tried to watch called The Imperfects and it was just bad. It was, oh, Sweet Tooth. That's what I watched. Sweet I remembered. Tooth. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, no, I haven't. It was pretty good. It, oh, it's like, I've seen, I, I've seen the, um, trailers for this. I just haven't, I haven't, uh. It's actually cool. Uh, it's like about, uh, a sickness takes over, a, a plague, you know, fucks up humanity. And, uh, right as that happens, these, like, quasi-animal-human hybrids start being born. Like, everybody's babies, just or, like, you know, not everybody's, but yeah, yeah. every once in a while, people have a baby like that, which didn't happen at all. 
And that's basically the setup for it. And, and like this one, you know, you follow this one boy who is a hybrid who was raised by his dad, Will Forte, which I was like, nice, Will Forte, nice. another book show about the <laughs> end of the world from a sickness. And uh, it, it's it's like, it's a little Netflixy. I can't okay. think of any other way to describe it. It's like, I'm like, they are harvesting taste clusters. Yeah. This is what they're the, trying the to do. taste clusters, baby. Like, hit the right they taste. play a song at the end of this an episode, and I was like, God. Like, Here it is. I was like, this song definitely it made some list of yeah. algorithm-generated bullshit. But the plot is really interesting. It's actually a really neat universe that they explore really well. And it's like sci-fi almost fantasy and... It's just, it's cool. It's just a neat, cool story. I've never really, I, it feels like it was maybe almost a young adult novel at some point, but it's not young adulty in vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's pretty serious. The stuff they're doing, like the when you get more into it. I like, remember, I remember pretty grim when it, I think when it first came out. I remember seeing a bunch of people giving it like praise for being really good. Um, yeah, I, I, and I wanted and so, to watch it. I just never got around to it. The first season obviously uh, ends on a cliffhanger because, like, the story they're telling would take a long time and they're yeah. not going to get it done. But I found out that, like, it had only recently been approved for season two. And I was like, Netflix deadass was just going to cancel this. Dude. Like I, this. They, they were going to buy this one season of a show completely story untold. I want to know. I want to be on. I want to be, like, I don't know, a fly in the wall of, like, those meetings where they just acts all these good shows they're just like first season's out cool fuck it you know i can't remember did you see barry yeah yeah or did we talk about yeah because yeah, that's where we all were the same taste clusters. yeah yeah but yeah like i almost feel like the way they showed it is barry barry is really weird like it, it kind of creeps up on you how surreal it mm-hmm. gets um and that was like they canceled it in like minutes yeah. after it came. She out. was like, she was like, it's been because they got called. She got called in that meeting, and she was like, it's enough. only been up for a couple hours. And <laughs> she was like, yeah, it just wasn't hitting the right taste cluster. So, dude, I, I it's probably exactly how it is. I bet it is I, that I bet fast. It is exactly how it like, is. They released the show, and and they're like. No, nah, yeah, we're season good. Two. Yep, we're gonna announce later. later, but we're not gonna buy. Season I, I wish two. I could have insight into what they're fucking. I, I bet it's just an algorithm. I remember when Netflix started making its own content, and people, you know, all of the TV producers were like, hey, yeah. "Nice, good luck, Netflix." And they were talking about. I re- I was reading articles really early about this because I thought Netflix was a pretty interesting company, and they were talking about. How they were using data to generate and cancel the shows. And this was like before their reputation for like the cancel engine um, has like developed. And like they were talking about it, and I was reading it, and I'm like, man, I wonder what's the end game of that? Like, does it mean they get better at making shows that people like? No. Not at all. They just make tons of shows. You know, they make shows that are good. Maybe and that I like. I don't know. Maybe but they, it's like... they just they're just more ruthless about canceling it. And they and I think they're a lot better at allocating a budget to the show. Yeah. They're like they're like this is about like a twenty million dollar bet. That's what the algorithm tells us. If this is good, we'll get like forty million of revenue out of it. We'll give it a whirl. If not, we lose twenty million. Whatever. I, you know, I, like, I, yeah. And and part I've some like I'm like maybe it's just they're trying to throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks and. Then I'm also like, but 
there are shows that they've made that are really good that they just cancel. And it's like, what is the, what? And like Tuca and Birdie, you know, got picked up by Adult Swim because it's popular yeah. and it's good and it's like succeeding. And I'm like, what, what is, I, well, and it's because, you know, Adult Swim's financial obligations are different than Netflix, yeah, you know? And it's like Netflix needs, Netflix wants fucking everything it makes to be Squid Games, yep. basically. Or, or Everything Stranger needs things. to be Tiger King or Stranger Things or whatever. Like they want, because, like, dude, I bet Tiger King was cheap as fuck to make. Dude, and it was yeah. a huge deal, huge deal. I mean, uh, and, I think uh, I think maybe maybe Netflix is trying to uh, chase that digital high of because Stranger Things was one of their first series that they came out with that was like a fucking booming success. Um, yeah, I can't remember if it was before or after Orange Is the New Black, but I remember like. I think Orange is the New Black was like their first series that people talked about. Like it was a big deal when it came out. It kind of faded out. In the so Orange is the New Black Twilight. released July 11, 2013. Um, Nine years ago. Fuck. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. So Orange is the New Black was the first one because yeah. Stranger Things came out in 2016. Um, oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Uh, so three years later. Yeah. So Stranger Things was like once they'd started getting their shit together. I think Netflix thinks paying for shows is more worth it, but I can tell they don't want to spend the money on shit. Like they it's just like they're like, well, the algorithm says they'll like this composition yeah. of things, but they don't put it together. What's going on with my white balance here? <laughs> They don't put it together like competently. Yeah, is the I think, and everything's a fucking limited series now. There's no like they release movies, but like nine times out of ten, it's a limited series. And part of me feels like they're just like we don't want to have to cram all this writing into a movie and then make that like. And I'm sure they get more money off limited series. They get more money, yeah. yeah I'm sure. Yeah. I I I don't know. I think people just want to binge stuff now. I just yeah. don't think movies are the same. I was just watching some stuff and reading about this too. I was watching the Hot Ones interview with Matt Damon and he talked about how like movie making is so different now because uh DVDs and VHS and shit used to be a huge portion of a movie success. So so they're like, "Eh, you know, put it in the theaters, maybe it'll do good, but we'll we'll probably make our money back on the, you know, the home sales but now that's gone yeah that's and true. now movies are more of a gamble and they're more like we want something sure and that makes it i think that sucks that's yeah definitely it does worse. suck and and i think limited series are so popular too because like with me i only watch i only watch stuff when it's like the end of the night i'm about to i'm getting ready, i'm eating getting ready for bed stuff like that and I nine times out of ten, I'll find a limited like a series of something to put on because I don't want to be invested into this thing for the next two hours. So I can watch like an hour th- or a thirty minute long episode and then be like, all right, I can go to bed and not miss anything. Yeah, yeah, just, I, think I agree. For the for the new age of like sitting at home and watching everything, I think lim- a series is just more, you know, plausible. That being said, why the fuck? Is there another Dahmer series? I was, what is yeah, happening? I was literally about to bring that up, dude. I and it's like stop from what, from talking what, yeah, about Jeff. Yeah, from what I've heard, from what people have told me, it's pretty good. But like, I'm just like, I'm so fucking tired of seeing a net uh, another series about Jeffrey Dahmer. That's like, let's see how gruesome and fucking horrifying we can make it. Like, if you released a, a documentary on it that was like strictly 
talked to the victims' families and stuff like that and like went through that avenue, which, in their defense, I have heard that they do focus on the victims a, quite a bit, but I, it's just like, I'm so tired of fucking hearing about that dude. Like, there are like, millions. Like, we have other killers. Yeah, there are other serial I feel killers. Like it's, I mean, to me, it's like... He's like the Batman of serial killer yeah, movies. And we're like, true. well, we got to make a new generation him, of Dahmer yeah, bullshit. He's the Batman of, because there has been a ton made about him. He's the Batman and, the, and fucking Ted Bundy's the Superman of. Yeah, um, exactly. Because Ted, they yes. just keep fucking churning out and those I also, movies. I don't believe for a second. I don't believe anyone who says Ted Bundy's hot. No, no he isn't. No, he's not. No. no he's he's not. Why are you saying that? No. Just. I don't understand why it and, was happening in the first place back in the seventies, but he is a very not average looking yeah. dude, and he's a fucking coward, bro. Like he strictly targeted women because if he had tried the same shit with like you know a fucking dude, try to murder a guy, he'd probably get his ass kicked. Yeah, I mean, and he like prowled through that. Was it? It was Bundy who prowled through that sorority house, right? Was it? I well, like I'm pretty sure it was after one of his escapes that got into a sorority house and like stabbed a couple people maybe. Sorority house. Florida's child mega sorority house attacked by yeah by attack yeah yeah by Ted Bundy. I was like I mean I don't know. I was like he's not charming he snuck no. into their thing and stabbed him like amazing yeah and and, I- and like. The whole representing himself in court, I was like, he sucked. That's an idiot. Representing yourself is stupid. That is, dude, and every time I listen to stories like that, it's like the textbook way of telling that someone is like that is is a full-blown, unadulterated narcissist is when they try to represent themselves in court. Like something about you thinking that you can represent, represent yourself better than somebody who has had courtroom experience and went to school for this is just... I mean, the Unabomber 1 and 2, he tried to represent himself, yeah. and they're like, no, dude, you're bonkers. Yeah, you're fucking out of your mind. Yeah, it, it is. That's just simply not going to happen. Every time I hear a story that's like, so they try to represent themselves in court, and I was like, I'm like, yeah. Like, um. Has it ever worked? Has anyone ever done it? No. Well, not that, not that I can think of, at least. Um, like the dude. Excuse me. Like the guy who, back in my hometown, the fucking pedo Alexander Sweet that was like, causing a whole ruckus because he wouldn't stop fucking going after oh yeah teenagers yeah, I remember. he tried to represent himself in court and it went fucking horribly um and literally in the middle of the trial when the girl that he was like fucking uh quote-unquote dating was on the stand he literally asked her in, in the courtroom like when i get out of prison do you still want to be together and she was like, no, what, like, what, like, bro. In court. Dude, in court. The defense, yeah. the, the prosecution's like, can we be yeah. done? Can we just, <laughs> he's good. Like, that should tell you Look. everything you need. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm looking it up. Uh, I remember watching a movie in school about the first instance of someone having to represent themselves in a court because they didn't. I forgot what the name was, uh, but we had to watch a movie on it. So, yes, people have successfully acted as their own lawyer. Someone brought up this Edward Lawson case where, in which the United States Supreme Court ruled that a California statute authorizing, authorizing a police officer to arrest a person for refusing to present identification was unconstitutionally vague. This was um, a guy that 
nobody really knows anything about him, and there's not a lot of info about him. And he argued this shit all the way through district court himself. himself. Really? And, uh, but he's so vague and weird. I'm like, was he a lawyer? I don't know. They, there's no info there about that guy. I'm trying to see. Uh, when I Googled, has anyone ever successfully represented themselves in court? Uh, Mass.gov. Like this, I think the state of Massachusetts, yes, a state of Massachusetts website says many people have successfully represented themselves. Okay. Well, okay. Right. I, I mean, guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, but, but in like, uh, but in like a fucking murder trial, dude. Like, no way. No way. Okay. Yeah. Let's look successful. that up. No way. Against murder. Infamous defendants who represent themselves. That's not helpful. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. I want to try to find that. That would be, yeah. Uh, I just, like, representing yourself on, like, something like he was talking about, the the not presenting ID, I can kind of see that going in your favor, but, like, something as, uh, you know, as fucking crazy as murder or like, homicide, you know, no way you can represent yourself and win. Um, and usually, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know, when you're on trial for murder, it's like, there's a lot of evidence they probably have against you. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're like some of the most complicated trials yeah. to do. Yeah, I wouldn't do no, it. No, absolutely <laughs> I, not. I would much rather have a half-assed, yeah. dumb shit lawyer than fucking anything I could pull off. I consider myself a somewhat, you know, reasonably, of reasonable intelligence, but, like, I can never represent myself in a fucking... Too risky. Dude, too Plus, risky. if it goes bad, I want to blame it on someone. Yeah, I don't want to... I, I don't want to do me. I don't want to be my fault. Uh, I'm like, I have no one to blame on myself. I that's, watched, that's my prison. I, uh, I watched... Uh, this thing called the bling ring. Did we talk? Did I already talk to you about this? I don't think I have. It's called the bling ring. It's about, uh, these kids who broke into celebrity houses in the early two thousands and like stole a bunch of their shit. Um, what? Yeah. That could have been on our channel. I know. Yeah. God, yeah. Dang. Well, it's it, the, the bling ring. Well, no, cause we could have covered it because, um, we did for they, 30 they, seconds. Yeah. They made, they made a movie about it a long time ago and Emma Watson was in it and like it was That's a, what I just yeah, saw, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the 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 thing on Netflix that I watched was the like documentary series of it. Oh, where they actually okay. talked to the real people. And um it was these like I like these kids literally just like walked up like to Paris Hilton's house, opened the door because it was unlocked and just They're never there and took everything. And you're like, well, that was yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in the series, oh man, what is there? There were two main people who were talking, um, talking about like it happening. Like the main dude who uh, partook in um, partook in the actual robberies. What is the what is this dude's name? Um, fucking Perez Hilton was in it. Jesus. Ugh. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Nick Prugo was the main guy. Who, he started it with his friend, and they started, they were like, you know, it started out them pulling on car doors and, like, taking things out of people's cars, and it kind of escalated into going into people's houses. And then there was another girl, Alexis Haynes, who was also in the documentary talking about it, and she was, like, you could tell she was, like, doing a lot of work and minimizing her role in this and like 
saying that she wasn't that involved and stuff like that because yeah. in the actual Hollywood movie they made of it, she was like the the mastermind behind it all. But oh, in reality, okay. it was Nick Prugo. But uh, it, you could tell that Nick was being very honest and was like, she knew, like, because Alexa was like, yeah, they said Nick was a stylist and that's how he all had all these fancy things. And Nick was like, they knew I wasn't a fucking stylist. Like, where, you know, how am I getting my hands on all this? Like, you had, you, you got to know. You had to have known yeah. that I that it, this was not legit. He's like, I had trunks, a trunk full, like, Gucci purses and clothes and stuff like that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Normal yeah. stuff. Buy it, just normal stylist stuff a whole trunk yeah full. a whole trunk full of thousands of dollars worth of high-end clothing it was definitely uh, an interesting limited series i uh there was a bunch of game updates this week uh red dead 2 got its last update it, it was nothing it was boring and red dead 2 online is just still dead. bullshit and then um, a game that is said is over like four times, Terraria, just got another update. So I am oh, re-addicted dude, to Terraria. I, I, so I played. I like, am re-addicted. I played Terraria on my phone when I was back when I was working nights and really liked it. I have yet to move on to playing it on my computer. I am um, so fun. I started replaying Cyberpunk, and that's been super fun. Um, very much still enjoy that game. Uh, I'm like, they get, I've been seeing a lot of chatter about it. Yeah, like, well, they recently. just got they just got um, an update called Edge Runners, and then they re- oh, they made that anime. They released it. the anime on Netflix. Edge and the anime is actually it's good, really right? good. It is. I watched. I still I haven't watched Reagan, all of it. I wanted to start it. Yeah, I haven't watched all of it. I watched some of it, but it is incredible. They did a fucking fantastic job. So I need to I need to finish that. But then I also fucking um, uh, started playing this game called Slime Ranchers. And it is my Slime Ranchers 2, and it is like my new hyper fixation. You're a rancher, and there's these little slimes. You, it's very, it's a very cute and like, like feel good game. And uh, you go around, and you colors, yeah, tons oh. of colors, and you vacuum up these little slimes, and you put them in like corrals. You can like keep them in these somewhat spacious cages, depending on how many of them you have, and. Jesus. Uh, you can crossbreed them. So every time they eat something, they basically uh, they shit out these things called plorts. And if another, so like say you have a cotton slime and it, you know, lets out a cotton plort and like a bat slime eats it, it'll become a cotton bat slime. And uh, you can crossbreed them and stuff like that. And it's fucking sick. I've been playing the shit out of it, dude. I've been, uh, got myself a nice little ranch. And been crossbreeding slimes. But if they eat, if they've already been crossbred and they eat another plort, they'll turn into these things called tar slimes and they will infect everything and eat them and turn everything into tar. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Definitely not. Sounds kind of fun. It, it's, I was, I don't know, I saw a friend play it and I, or I saw a friend post about it and I was like, oh, I'll try it out. And I started playing it and I was like, oh, this is really fun. Um, dude, I, all, honestly... Dude. Of all the games I've played, nothing has been more fun to me than Terraria. I have started really? it over like eight times. I so I, I I told my buddy I was like, yeah, I have like two hundred plus hours on it. It's like the only thing I've played on Steam in years. Damn. And and then I looked at it and it was actually I before I started this latest campaign, I had three hundred and fifty hours. Jeez, I was like, Ugh, there was Lord. a binge in yeah. there that I forgot about. I'm, I'm, trying just, to, I'm trying to think what game I've played that dude, I have. 
Star- Stardew Valley is supposed to be pretty close to like the I've Terraria played, experience. I played, yeah, I played Stardew Valley. Dude, I don't know what you it is. It, it, Star- I like Stardew Valley, but it never really. I guess it just wasn't like. I don't know. I don't actually know how you, what Stardew yeah, is. Yeah, it's you're basically a farmer in a town. In a farming, yeah. yeah Terraria is much, much more about exploring and fighting. Yeah, you know, because exploring yeah. is what I'm into. And finding yeah. loot, <laughs> loot, <laughs> little oh, goblin, thousands of uh, like millions of items in the game. It's so Fuck fucking dude. fun. I might have to. I might have to just bite the bullet and fucking play it to see if dude, I'm about get it. back into Terraria. It is. It's a blast. It, um, I, I've either I've watched. I, I'm, I'm following. Like, the fucking Terraria subreddit too, so um Yeah, I mean it, they like they said so I played it like when it came out. I've been playing it so long that like some of my info is out of date. Like things have changed and are aren't the same like amounts or numbers as they used to be. I'm like fuck yeah, damn. But yeah, like I played it when it came out. I played it like again like a year or two later and then I played like five years after it came out and then i didn't play for a while until the pandemic started and then i was like i'm gonna get re-addicted to terraria it's a perfect time to do this and that was funny because i got further than almost any of my other games that i played and but like i did it in like a third the amount of time like i did it so fast i uh (laughs) when i so when i first played cyberpunk i had like I literally just went through the main storyline. I just powered through it and beat it. And then I started another one with a different, like, start. Like, you can do Corpo uh, Street Kid or Nomad runs. So I did a Corpo run, and I am lo- I was looking at my save files earlier, and it was, like, the second game I, I played through Corpo, I only had, like, nine hours in because I just I got bored because only the beginning section of the game is different. The rest is, like, the same thing. You just get a little bit of different dialogue. Mm-hmm. So I started playing it again, and I looked at my save file, and the save file I'm working on now has, like, 60 hours put in compared to, like, the other ones, dude, because I've been just doing every single side mission. Uh, they did a real good job on the side missions in those games. I want... Uh, I'm, I don't know. With... Oh, my fun car adventure. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell you about that. Or maybe I did. I uh, took my car in to get inspected by the great state of Pennsylvania. Cause oh, that yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they were like, they were really cool, honestly. Uh, they were like, hey, man, uh, you're not going to pass this test. I'm not going to charge you for it because you, you'll just fail. Damn. But I was like, why? He's like, there's a big hole in the bottom of your car. And I was like... <laughs> like where though yeah <laughs> and uh, and he was like look you can come look at it and you were pressing on it and i was like is that my driver's seat Dude. he's like yeah that's the driver's seat and i was like oh shit <laughs> you're about to just fall oh, through it, the bottom dude, of your car it dude. was like a pretty big hole the guy so uh, spoiler but i got it fixed and the guy told me that he put a 16 by 20 inch patch on the hole Damn. like it was huge yeah that's huge and I was like, man, I drove across the country with that. that like, thing. I didn't yeah. know that it had a hole like that. Um, I mean, can you imagine just falling through the bottom of your car while you're driving? Just like, dude, dude. I was, I was thinking, I was like, what gonna, would it was freaking me out. I was like, holy fuck, that would like chop me in half. Yeah. I would be murdered. You'd be fucking done, son. The most gruesome, confusing. Like, they would find my legs in the road and then the top half of my body in the car yeah. like a mile away Still no one would understand. the steering wheel oh but uh so i was like looking around and i was calling places to get it fixed and i found 
one so most people were like no we're not gonna do that we don't even do that shit and because it take fab and welding work yeah and yeah. um i call the only places that were like uh i think we could do it were like customs shops that Ooh. did like need for speed builds Ooh. and i was like i cannot yeah. afford that place yeah. they are going to devastate me mm-hmm. but then i found a place that was called like the area i live in rust repair and i was like that's my guy yeah, that's what's up that's up my alley and i go and i see this dude and he was like yeah i used to work for insurance companies forever and i got so sick of it now i just made my own business and all i do is fix people's rusty cars and i was like well like what what are we supposed to do if you didn't do yeah. this and they were like yeah they would just say scrap your car damn i was like oh, what the fuck damn what the fuck like everybody just has to throw their cars yeah. away all the time dude that's and fucked. yes it is fucked and but this guy sets out and he is the only person in like an eight hundred thousand person metro who does this work and he's like yeah i'm busy started it myself and i'm like already doing great and i was like you're a fucking dude, saint, yeah, dude. And I was like, cornering you're... a market that is like, oh, dude, one of those niche things that it's like, I know. Who would have thought, you know? All he does all day is put patches on the bottom of people's cars so they will pass inspection. I was, I, and like, he does good work. Yeah, yeah. So, and he told me, because he's like, I don't know where the fuck I'd weld on this thing yeah. at this point. They do like a chemical bond sealant and. And he even fills in on the top, like from the top side. Oh, nice. He fills it in with sealant so it's like smooth. It's not like just the plate, Shoddy you know? Shoddy job, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, he did a really good job. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is your job. His shop was so clean because, like, what does he need yeah, to do? He's not making a yeah, mess. yeah. He's never even draining oil, you know? That's I was crazy, like, dude. I'm like, this is a millionaire in the making yeah, right now. I, this man, in 10 years, will have a, a sprawling empire. Did he say when he started his shop? Like, two years ago. Oh, like really? One or two years ago. He's, like, fresh off the ground. I was like, I'm going to give this a fat dude, Google review, yeah, dude. yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's I was like... And he did interior work. Like, he had to rip up the bottom and take my seats out and everything. And, I mean, it cost me 650 bucks, yeah. which is a lot of money, but it's a lot of labor. Say, I feel like it could have been more, though. You could have. Oh, yeah. And he gave me that quote on the phone and honored it. And I was like, fuck Insane. yes, dude. Like, dude. yeah, I, I've always, like, said that only people, the only service that I actually like dealing with is, like, a good mechanic. Yeah, Because, like, I'm, doctors have been horrible pharmacies are horrible fucking every other repair person will show up whenever the fuck yeah or they'll you know? give you a quote on the phone and then you get it done yeah like, yeah it's like four hundred dollars more than what you yeah told. but dude finding a good mechanic i'm like i like you as a human being dude, they are i, they are, I uh, depend on you if deeply. you if you are ever planning to move to a new city uh the best resource you could ever find is a good mechanic yeah, and also like a good mechanic is is better than anything because you're gonna have problems with your car. Like it's just gonna with happen. all the shit yeah. that happened to our cars. We've I've already scouted out a good car place, tire place, yeah. and body shop. And I'm yep. like, yeah, I'm settled in, baby. Dude, I have my people. Once you car, yeah. Once you become an adult, it's like it's you have to make these relationships with yeah you have to make these beneficial relationships in your life like mechanics or like finding a doctor that's like good doesn't fuck around like yeah. it believes you someone when you tell them something yeah someone you yes. depend on and those are like those are one of the keys to making your life infinitely better um is I finding those read, people 
I, I could probably even find the day I finished this book, but I read this book called The Millionaire Next Door uh, like eight or nine years ago, and it was about – it was written in like 2001, I think, and it was kind of this cover, this cover like story of um, like American millionaires, but of a specific profile, like people who – actually worked themselves to having yeah. millions of dollars and not like a hundred million stock dudes like people who own yeah. business and are like worth one to ten million dollars you know and it details all of their habits and like it's tons of data and stats about like how their fucking kids turned out how they buy stuff and like thing like it was a really influential book to me because I'm, I'm not like oh i want to be a millionaire yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the the methods that these people all had in common or what was really interesting to me, because they weren't, like, you know, doing it off of a book or what the fuck ever. These are all people who independently, like, formed really good relationships with one specific, like, car salesman. Yeah. And they would always go to that dude, and they would t- they're like, this is my process, this is what I want, and this is what I'll pay. And they find a dude who does it, and, they, and like, it's great. And, like, I found, you know, they talk about these relationships with all these different people, and I was like... That's a tip right there. That's what like, you, I need yeah. to. Yeah, and I and, need to keep track of that. And finding those relationships and like the loyalty aspect of it, like I, that's what I tell people. With like people will ask me like, oh, you know, I want to get a tattoo. Like, would you have any suggestions? And my the first thing I always say is find an artist that you enjoy that you like their work and you you like what they do. You like how they operate and don't go to anybody but them. Don't yeah. do not do not go to anybody else for a tattoo except them because I be, oh I know as dude, time I've been goes thinking on, about that one you as time goes on you'll probably get your tattoos at like a less of a price you know even though you should still tip them That's to, to cover true. the difference yeah um, but the you know you're, you're this person you know it's just a really good really like when I first moved to Kansas City I was like I had trouble going and finding a tattoo artist because it wasn't the one that I was going to in El Paso. And yeah. It's like, I felt bad because I didn't want to like go to someone else, but eventually I had to. And, you know, I've been thinking about that. I'm like, am I just going to get my tattoos when I end up back in Kansas every yeah. once in a while? Because it's like, he's like my buddy. Too. Yeah. Like, that's, we, and that's, how, that's yeah. how my tattoo and like, artist was in, in El Paso. And like, he's done like all my biggest pieces. He's like almost like my, my whole left leg was actually, Except for the back, yeah. So he's done, like, 70% of my left leg and, like, amazing work. And I'm like, do I get one out here? Dude, oh, yeah. trust? I don't know. Yeah, and you're putting... I can't trust someone like that out here. Yep, you're, you're putting I was like, maybe I'll get a body. small little tattoo and find someone cool. Kind of feel it out, see how it yeah. suss it out a little bit, yeah. Because I want to get my goose tattoo, Dude. and I don't know who, who, where to fucking take it, you know I, what I mean? I don't know any tattoo. I, don't know. I mean... Uh, Unfortunately, I might end up going to Philly for it. If you lived closer, if you end up going to Philly for it, because uh, uh, my tattoo artist um, that did all my tattoos in El Paso, um, he lives in Philadelphia. It makes us like blood cousins if we yeah, both get dude, tattoos from the I'm, same guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> if uh, he works at the Seance Tattoo Parlor and in Philly, uh, I think it's in Philly because it says he lives in Philly. Benzalum? Um Let's see. Computer. Insulum PA. Is that it? Uh, I mean, that's probably. I'm pulling up maps right now. Yeah, that's a north of Philly um, suburb kind of thing. 
Um, to New Jersey. He's an hour away. That's it. Is he one really? hour, dude? I yeah. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Like, I don't know if I've ever. Hold on, because like, if you want, I'm gonna send you something real quick. This is just like a little spread of what. Because like, when I was going to him, he was just starting out. He was fresh, you know. You know, a lot. Some of the tattoos he's done on me were like his his. You know, him starting off in his portraits work did he, and everything. Did he do the? This one that you got covered up? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. And then... That one was a little rougher. Yeah, it, the, yeah. yeah it, again, it was one of his first portraits, so yeah, I, I just sent yeah. you a, a screenshot in in the chat of what his more recent work looks like. Oh, disc- oh okay. Uh, Discord. Um, he does some fucking amazing work now. Like, I cannot... It is crazy how far, yeah, he's come. Um, but... I I would never get a portrait anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want pure iconography. But all all the tattoos he's done on me that aren't portraits, they're like, you know, not really cartoonish, but they're just not, they're they're not portraits. They all look good. It was the portraits that I I have from him that were like, eh, you know, this could have been done a little bit better, but he was brand new. But uh, all the stuff I have that's like cartoon characters or like something else of that nature have all been fucking amazing. Um, I want to get it mine pretty cartoony. I wanted to get it on the bottom of my leg, but I I kind of want to stick to colors above my knees and black and white yeah, below my knees. That's fair. And but I want the cartoon <coughs> to be colored. And I, I don't I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. With yeah, that. I mean, but I'm also like it's a goose, yeah. so it's not gonna look. Yeah, yeah. not a lot of color involved yeah. in that. I'm trying to. I'm I'm also like my tattoo artist opens her books. I think November first, and uh, I'm gonna book a couple dates with her. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I want to get my neck done, um, like my throat tattooed, and then I was thinking about getting a guillotine on the back of my head. Uh, but why don't you just get a face tattoo? Dude, yeah, bro, I can't, I can't, I can't, I, I got, this is the money maker, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't risk it not, uh, You're tattooing dude. every square inch yeah. butt in your face, you really think that's gonna make a difference maybe, so you don't have a tattoo on your face? Maybe, well, cause I, if I real like, even on my neck, my beard kinda, like, covers up my I was neck just thinking, the, noticing that yeah, right now, I was like, actually, the, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly, so, and if I get something on my head, I thought about getting, like, a, a hornet, or, like, a, a very cartoon kinda, like, killer bee on the side of my head, what are you get what are you getting on your throat? Uh I was so I was your nuts here. Yeah. Cut it's yeah right there. Two balls. The bald chinian. Um <laughs> from fucking men in black. I was thinking about doing <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about doing a bat, but all like the reference photos I've looked at were like the bat was like it was like a head on tattooing of the bat and i didn't really like that so i was looking at like big death moths that are like uh kind of in black and yellow um so i'm thinking about just doing that i, I feel like those are the most stereotypical neck tattoos i just don't know time. it was either that it's either that or doing like a, a giant fucking because i wanted to get maybe a spider web on my head but like the only other things i can think of for my neck are like also, like a bit a Black Widow's web. You should get your spine tattooed so yeah. it looks like you're being looked at yeah. like a skeleton. <laughs> a that would be kind of cool that'd and be gross. A sick. Or just get like an anatomically correct neck tattooed. I mean, that'd be kind of sick. Um, an ant? What do you? Oh, like, yeah. Like the inside yeah. of your neck. Yeah. Yeah. I'd that actually, would be kind of cool. Actually, I didn't even think. You're of like, it. wait a minute. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me write that down. <laughs> uh, correct. Neck like tattoo. I, I. 
I really have always wanted a neck tattoo, but I've been pretty like t-shirt and jeans have to cover my tattoos. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, not at all the same. What are you talking well, about? Well, I mean, like, like a shirt or like uh, they can be. Yeah, I guess a long sleeve shirt. You're pretty much set. Shirt, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the I've always wanted a fucking neck tattoo. Uh, like, I and I so I want bad. like the most ratchet shit. I'm like, I want a scorpion. Dude, on my neck. why? <laughs> why? I have no idea. The old scorpion. I don't want like a stallion's head or some crazy. There's shit. a uh, I actually Serpent. the anatomically correct neck tattoo uh, reminds me in in cyberpunk. There's a dude named Takamura and he has uh he has cyberware in his neck that's like red and black and it looks really good and that might be you know I could do that too it looks fucking badass to be honest every time he shows up in the game I'm like god damn I really like your really like the neck piece you got going on here so I don't know what it is neck tattoos are just dude so they're sick cool. they're badass they're hella sick I've always wanted one I just I'll probably get one when I'm like 40, and I'm like, you know what? I've had enough good, of a yeah, career. Good to go. I've yeah. got some money put away. Fuck it. I'm getting the fucking neck tattoo now. And yeah. it's a good midlife crisis thing to do. It is. It's one of, honestly one of the main reasons uh, uh, that I want to work for myself is so I can have all the tattoos that I want and not have to fucking worry about anything else. I have been getting one tattoo a year, every year, since I turned 18. And I think I'm just going to do that the rest of my life Dude, that's a, I I, that's a pretty good uh i mean that's a pretty good idea to be honest with you i just want i get one every year it's kind of and it's funny because like the itch kind of comes up around the same time i'm like you know what could it's go that time of the year too you Dude, know it's yeah so weird um it's so weird that like when i sometimes i'll do things like go visit my parents or something like that and I'll look through like my Snapchat memories, and it'll be like on this day you were in yeah. Oklahoma, and I was like, God, like what is the what, what's happening? Yeah, what's going on? You're like, like I am like I understand animal instincts, yeah. now, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. They just do it, and you're like, huh? And then it yeah, shows. It, I know that geese are flying south, and they're like, why are we? Yeah, doing we're just this? we're just, I don't we're just vibing, um, just <laughs> and it's and it's it's it's. A, I guess it's a hard trait to let go of uh, because I always be doing the same shit on the same day every year. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you got anything I need else? To eat. That no, dude. Yeah. I need to eat Din Din Good. is what I need to do. All right. I, I, yeah, we're going to start our season for yeah. realsies, right? So next, next week? Next week we will be starting our cons, con men, con women, con they season it'll be super sick it's gonna be it's super... mostly gonna be conman because it almost always is yeah. men doing crimes yeah to be honest true true <laughs> they really suck they do um, the most crimes yeah so uh we'll see you guys next week be safe love you so much don't forget to rate review subscribe which we forgot to say in the beginning but fuck it Bye bye